Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Okay, big guy. Happy 2023 to you and yours. I'm so excited to be back at it here on the Smarticle Podcast. Is that enough radio broadcaster voice for you, Brandon? That sounds good. You're you're very professional. I was telling somebody how professional you were the other day. Oh, well, that's nice. We don't have a uh, woke meter because we're giving facts on this story. A misleading claim spread on social media recently that Hooters, as you know, Brandon, the famous restaurant for scantily clad waitresses, mm. is shutting down and rebranding due to changing millennial tastes. Some of the fake news said Hooters is shutting down, said one tweet attributing the alleged move to a study that showed millennials are not interested in breasts. <laughs> but Stephen Brown, a Hooters spokesperson, told the Associated Press that the casual dining change hat chain, that is, has no plans to change up its image. Quote, there is no validity to the story. Guests are enjoying this week's televised sporting events at our restaurants across the country in record numbers, accompanied by craveable menu items, cold beer, and iconic hospitality. Our concept is here to stay. They went on to Twitter and said this. This is the fakest news that has ever been newsed. <laughs> I love that someone faked newsed Hooters about that they're going to rebrand. Could there be a better fake fake news story? Well, it, at least it's no, it, we're not going to have people rioting, you know, at the Capitol about it. So yeah, it's great. Your fake news works because there has to be like a slimmer of that it could really be true, right? The big one for me was a couple of years ago with Dr. Seuss. The Republicans said that uh, the woke media is canceling Dr. Seuss, blah, 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 blah. But in fact, the, uh, whoever runs Dr. Seuss, what, what's his name? The Dr. Seuss Foundation. Yeah, well, who was the guy that did that? Anyways, Dr. Seuss Foundation was actually pulling books on their own accord because they thought some of them had become irrelevant. But the point is, fake news has to be almost somewhat true for it to be believable. Yeah, I think if it's completely off the grid, beyond it's an the onion pale, article. Yeah, then it's an onion article. Although what makes the onion so great is that you're like, wait, that could be true. My favorite onion <laughs> article ever is when they denied the existence of Karl Rove back in the day. That was one of my all-time favorites. Thank you, Vox Media, for continuing the onion. I love that. I like this article for three reasons. Okay, first off, and most importantly, it's part of the AP Fact Check series. Yeah. They're looking into these sort of fake news articles, and they're saying, let's check it. And so, it ca- obviously, it's a little bit of clickbait, right? Uh, Hooter says it's not closing for a millennial-friendly rebrand because there is a little bit of us that doesn't really trust millennials in general. They're mm. such a flighty group True. that you're like, yeah, that could be possible. Maybe they don't. I mean, look, throughout the course of history, there have been different body types that have been interesting to different cultures, right? Back in the Renaissance, it was the Rubenesque figure. Chubby ladies were in. So we look at it and we say, well, maybe millennials don't like boobs. But I think Hooters feels pretty strongly that boobs are going to continue to sell chicken wings. Now, I will, full disclosure, I've only been to one Hooters in my life. It was in Fisherman's Wharf for a basketball game. I didn't really find the food all that good or the experience all that great. And if I want to look at boobs, I don't really need to go to a place and see a waitress. I don't know. It seemed weird to me. but So that's my full disclosure on Hooters. Well, first of all, it is from a bygone era, right? We we didn't have the internet in the seventies or whenever right. Hooters came in, and the only way you could see scantily clad women was like to get a Playboy magazine or go to a Hooters. 
Or strip um, clubs. Strip clubs. Or strip clubs. I suppose that's right, too. It does seem like an old idea, Hooters. I've been to two, well, the one at Fisherman's Wharf and another one. They do, I will push back on this to you, they have great wings. They are excellent, beyond solid. They are really good. Okay, well, so, I, so I'm okay with that. And in fact, if that's true, I'd probably be going to Hooters because I love wings. So I'd be like, yeah, let's do some wings. But that's really not why people go, or I think why most people go, or historically have gone. It's it's the kitschiness. Historically. There was, there was another brand that came out that failed called the Tilted Kilt, where women dressed up as like fake Scottish, and it was like Hooters light. Uh, same idea, but they were stealing the concept from Hooters. But what made this really interesting was, you, you hit it on the head, the plausibility. Like, is it true? Do millennials not like boobs? I mean, no one in the article, no one in the thing said to themselves, hey, you know, maybe it's a... a a reckoning for Hooters that the world is changing and we don't need Hooters anymore. But that wasn't what this was about at all. This was people posting on the Twitters saying this was going on and then everybody just reposted it because it sounded so great, right? They've had to come back. The people that posted this have had to come back and say, yeah, it's not true. Uh, we didn't get that information right. So I, I love that AP did this. The fact check was well, great. Well, so there was an article in this magazine called Complex, which right. I don't really know if In that's like true. 2017, by the way. It said there was a 7% drop in Hooters locations from 2012 to 2016. Also noted that the chain updated its menu and decor in 2012 in an attempt to attract younger patrons and female customers. Um, that may be true. And that, that, that wouldn't change the overall concept to Hooters. Well, listen, the reason I think there's a discussion about this article is that in my opinion, if I ran Hooters, this is exactly what I would do. They have a very good food product, wings, but there is no way in hell that I could take my three kids, who, by the way, all love wings, to a Hooters. Right, and that's that's why they rebranded a little bit by opening restaurants called Hoots. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, I kind of find it interesting that here they've hit on this 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 chicken wing thing that's amazing that people love, like you love. I, I can't attest to this because I can't remember their wings, but I'm going to take your word for it. But you're right. Like, I wouldn't bring my daughter to Hooters. And so, so in a sense, they're sort of a, you know, their their wings are a victim of their branding and their own boob success, right? So on one hand, they want to get this certain ideal out there. They want it, like you said, in the 70s. I don't know. When did Hooters start? I don't know. Look that up on the Google machine and tell us when Hooters was actually founded. Okay. So All whenever right. they were founded, most likely in the 70s, but I remember them appearing in the 80s. And... You know, at that time, you're right. It was, you know, we didn't have the proliferation of media. So it was, it was kind of kitschy. It wasn't a strip club. It wasn't like you could, could, you could go to Hooters, but it wasn't like you could tell your wife like, Hey, it's just, you know, it's just women with low cut tops. Not, there's no, there's no nudiness. No, and it's not a strip club. So maybe that's the reason why. And it was a little bit, who knows, right? When did it start? The 80s, 1983. Okay, so 83, Hooters shows up. But obviously, we're in a different world than 1983 now. So maybe well, that's part of it is that they've, they maybe they did want to rebrand a little bit, and people picked up on this and used the millennial not liking boobs to sort of make a bigger story out of it than it actually was. Just to kind of, and not that I'm a perv on this, but Ooh. there is, well, there is know, some romance with, in Oops. 1983, the only way you could go see a nice-looking lady is to go to Hooters. By the way, the only the pornography of 1983 was Playboy, which was just naked ladies. As to where we are now with the porn hub world of everything that goes on on the internet, so there is some romanticism of the simpleness of of what your the porn, 80s were. getting your porn right. from a magazine. I mean, like, right? Like 
now it's just so blatant, right? Well, yeah, there's no there's no rules to it. It's the Wild West. I mean, I'm not familiar with this Pornhub thing that you speak of, Larry, but <laughs> I did notice in the article they talked about how Pornhub, which is a giant porn uh, site, they do research on like what people are, are looking at. Apparently, millennials don't like to search for boobs. So maybe that's where this whole thing came from. But again, that could also be apocryphal. That could also be a myth. And not really true. I don't know who, who talked. We we need to get a somebody from Pornhub to confirm or deny the statement that millennials don't like boobs. I think that's what we well, need to do. It just popped into my head that it is really becoming sort of sexuality is becoming really complex, right? On one hand, Hooters is is going to go extinct, right? We don't at some and, point, and Playboy is going away. But on the other hand, Pornhub and porn is infatuating the world. So like right. our 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 you know our that wholesomeness about sexuality is gone and it's now almost evil. No, I agree. And I think that if you look at, you know, we've talked about this, both of us have talked about it off air for sure, but the, the, the innate evilness that is the online porn world. I mean, it's the largest consumer. I mean, the largest amount of money made on the internet is from porn, which is frightening, right? I mean, that's just crazy that people spend that much money on pornography, the consumption of it. I mean, there are countries that have done lots of research and said, hey, this is really bad. It leads to bad things. It objectifies women, it objectifies everyone involved in it. It leads to sort of a, a brokenness in the human sexuality uh, window because people think, oh, yeah, you got to be able to do weird you know, things in order to actually have sex. And it's so it's so that in and of itself is bad. Hooters, you're right. I mean, Playboy, by the way, is already gone. I don't even know if yeah. they even is it still even. I don't even think I've, it's online anymore. But they tried to rebrand to make themselves a real news organization, and it was it, you know it just it couldn't do it because it was Playboy. But Hooters will be the same thing. People are going to say, "Well, why would I want to go to Hooters? I can get better food someplace else, and I can look at boobs anytime I want on my phone." So yeah, you're probably right about that. You know, it's funny to say this. You started off by saying that you went to a Hooters. In San Francisco. It is amazing that there was a Hooters in San Francisco. Yeah, and Fisherman's that- Wharf, though. It's not amazing if you think about the chotskiness of Fisherman's Wharf. It fits but perfectly in there. If you ask the general American, Iowa, wherever, is there a Hooters in San Francisco in 1995? They'd say, no way. But there was. There was. And there's also a lot of other uh kitschy places down in Fisherman's Wharf because every city has one of those. But, Larry, here's the deal. I want to thank you for teaching me about millennials boobs, and great chicken wings. <laughs> oh.